Are you ready? You are about to enter the Power On Boost podcast, where we facilitate the awakening of your personal power by providing powerful content that will inspire you, motivate you, and help you realize you are enough. Come join your host, Adrian Wesley, and let him show you how you can turn your power on and be alive to thrive. Thank you very much for joining my podcast. I appreciate you being here. I love you a lot. My name's Adrian Z. Wesley. My mission is to make self-love go viral and to turn on personal power around the world. Some disclaimers for you before you get started. Number one is my opinion and content is not meant to replace medical advice. Always think for yourself. The other thing is, is there's a language advisory. Some people call my language vulgar and rough, and I call it authentic and liberated. If you want to help me turn on someone's personal power, save a life, make self-love go viral, please subscribe and leave a review on this podcast. Lastly, this podcast episode has been sponsored by www.poweronaudioclub.net. PowerOnAudioClub.net. The Power On Audio Club is a powerful business tool for online entrepreneurs. We are awakening personal power and entrepreneurial power worldwide, and we provide you with daily motivation, coaching and mentorship, mindset reprogramming, sleep optimization, human optimization, and business success education. Check out poweronaudioclub.net. Enjoy the episode and remember that you are super, super powerful. Change is for sure possible. Never, ever give up. You are super, super amazing. How you doing, everybody? Another amazing episode of the Power On Boost. I've got a very, very exciting guest here. This young lady is very special to me. I got a chance to work with her two or three years ago. Her name's Allie May. She's a successful online entrepreneur and badass human being. Awesome to have you on the show, Allie. Hey, Adrian. Happy to be here. Yay. Where, uh, where are you right now? Tell, can you tell everybody where you are in the world? Yeah, I'm in Lake Country, BC, which is about 30 minutes out of Kelowna, BC, in the Okanagan. It's beautiful. Trees are budding and flowers, and it's it's great times here. The sun is shining. It's been hot, so definitely a nice place to be. Amazing. Yeah, spring is spring is amazing in Canada, especially in the Okanagan. It's uh, it's incredible. How long yeah. uh, how long have you guys been living in the Okanagan, Ali? Um, it's right since when we met you, I think about about three years-ish now. Yeah, we're never leaving. Crazy how time flies. Yeah, um, it really does. It's amazing. Where, uh, let's start with your, uh, you've, got a, you've got an inspiring story and I'm super excited for other people to hear it, especially young women. Um, let's start off with where, where you were before you came to the Okanagan. Where were you working? Where were you living? And how was life? Um, so I'm from a small town of 10,000 people in Alberta called Edson. I was born there. I grew up there. Um, I went to, I finished high school there. I actually grew up in a smaller town outside of there, but I moved out, um, on my own when I was 16, um, kind of against my parents' wishes 
my my mom lived out in the middle of the country though like 15 minutes from any town and i couldn't get a job and i couldn't hang out with my friends um so it was a bit of a I struggled that way. So when my parents divorced and my dad moved to Edson, um, we would go visit him every second weekend, me and my siblings. And I started to just meet friends in Edson and have fun. And I loved being in the city and being able to walk around. And then I wanted to have a job. I was 14 years old. So I decided, or I got a job when I was 14. I was still kind of, I would stay in Edson for the summer. So I met a lot of people and I got a boyfriend. And when I was 16, when the summer was over that I was there working, I wanted to stay. I wanted to move out with my girlfriend. My parents said no. I went anyways. Um, and I worked and went to school from then on, graduated, um, paying rent. I don't know how I did it now. Looking back, things were different back then. Going to school, I missed a lot of school. It definitely wasn't my thing. Um, so when I graduated, I got a job in the oil field. That's what you kind of do in Alberta. They started me out with a great pay with full benefits, uh, weekends off. So it was really a dream job because I didn't want to go to college. Like I didn't know what I wanted to take. I was never, I never felt drawn to go to college. Even though I felt pressure to do it, I never felt drawn to go take more school and get in more debt. I, I always knew that I just wanted to work. Um, so I loved the oil field. I worked in the oil field steadily for five years. Um, at a job that I loved, I thought I would do it forever as an administrative assistant. And then there was a big um, economy dip back then. Everything kind of crashed. People were losing their jobs in Alberta. Um, it was really, really tough times. And I lost my job. And I wasn't able to find something that would match what I had been making. So I must have been like 24 at this time. Um, I had bought a house, I had a mortgage, I had to settle for, you know, half as much money per year that I had been making for the same amount of time because of this economy crash. And so I had to pick up a second job working at a pub. And really, I had no social life. I was working, working all my time away. And I, I was really depressed. I went through a really rough time. Um, and finally, when the economy picked back up, I got another job in the oil field doing administration, same pay. Um, but since that moment, I knew that I wasn't really as secure as I thought in the oil field, even though like the benefits and everything make you feel like you're secure. And I had a pension. Um, when something like that happens, kind of what we're going through right now, you really have no idea. And, and there's really nothing that you can do because if there's no work for you, then you just don't get to work. Um, so after that, I started looking for other options and kind of just inviting something in. I didn't know what it would be. Um, and I, I ended up getting involved online with my boyfriend randomly through an ad on Facebook. Um, we started this online business. Five months later, I left my job to go full-time entrepreneur. Um, you know, a year later, I had my first five-figure month. Uh, we moved to BC in between me quitting my job in May 2017 um, and the end of that year to just keep building businesses. And since then, you know, we've met a lot of people. We've traveled a lot. A lot. We've started new businesses. We've we've grown a ton. We've gotten a lot of clarity on our purpose in lives and where we want to be and who we want to serve. And um, I'm so grateful for the entire journey. And and even still, like we grow so much. So um, being an entrepreneur is the best thing that could have happened to me. And I feel very blessed, especially right now with what's going on, to be an entrepreneur who works from home here from where I'm doing this interview. You know, this is my office. This is where I work and uh, I wouldn't have it any other way.
Yeah, it's a, it's an incredible story, buddy. And and the reason I find it incredible is because you had the courage to leave the system. And yeah, you definitely, unfortunately, wouldn't want to be in Alberta right now. The oil and gas industry has taken the biggest hit in history. And something that hit me on what you said is that if you're in these small towns and you don't have work from the main industry, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to dial it back and then we'll get back to where you are and what you're doing now because you're a successful online entrepreneur And part of this podcast is to give people hope and inspiration to become online entrepreneurs. When you saw this ad for online, um, did you go through any, oh, this can't be real or this too good to be true? Or did you go through any of that when you were looking at online opportunities? Yeah, yeah. Garrett, my boyfriend, is the one who started first. Um, And when he told me he was starting this online business and he was investing some money to get started, I thought he was crazy. Even though it was the same thing that I was looking for, I still felt so skeptical. Um, But he actually had the courage to follow through with his decision and just jump in. Um, And and he just wanted to leave the oil field, you know, he worked away. And so when I seen him quit his job, it took my skepticism away. But for the full eight months that he was building his business, um, trying to quit his job, I was skeptical for sure. I was supportive, but I was skeptical. Um, And it wasn't really until I realized that that it worked um, for him so it could work for me that I wasn't going to miss out and I really started taking it seriously and and that's why I think it's so important to be working with people or know people or be listening to people who have the results that you want uh, versus someone who doesn't because you know that's what happened to me I seen Garrett and I was like if you can do it I can do it and I want other people to see me or you and if if we can do it they can do it too now you know somebody you're listening to someone directly who's actually done it so it's absolutely possible for you too because like I'm just your your average everyday girl you know so if you're listening to that, I'm going to repeat what she said. She, she's just your average everyday girl from a small town in northern Alberta who's now successful online and she's just told you that you can do it. So that, that I'm really hoping that you, you listen to that. When you uh, decided that you were going to go online and leave northern Alberta and um, what did the people around you, how did, how did they react to your dream? Uh, how did that affect you? Uh, can you tell us about that? To be honest, my experience has been more so that people just don't talk to me about it. They don't, the, the people who have been closest to me just don't really ask, or if they do ask, it seems to go in one year and out the other. No one really has fully wrapped their heads around it, you know, um, because I think that they're skeptical and they just don't really understand it. When people don't understand something, then they just kind of tune out. It's like what I did in school, in high school. I didn't understand school, so I would literally just tune out and think about a million other things, not focus on, on what you know the teacher was saying or what I was learning. Um, so I know a lot of people have a lot of opinions and always have, and maybe they don't just get said to me so much. I've gotten some support definitely from certain family members and as they see me grow. Um, but again, I don't expect them to understand what I'm doing because it's so far out of their... Um, you know, their grasp with it. And sometimes I still pinch myself. I'm like, how did this even happen? And time flew by so quickly. Um, But there's definitely naysayers and there's definitely people who don't agree with it or who didn't support, or I would hear things about things being said behind my back. And it's just something to be expected. Like what I've really learned this last three and a half years is that like, you can't 
please people. You can't try and be liked by everybody because then you're, you're really not focusing on the specific people that you can serve and that you can help. And if you're trying to please everybody and get everybody to like you, then you'll just absolutely fail. You'll burn out. You know, you won't get to achieve the things that you're capable of. So not taking things personally and really letting go of the fear of what other people would think about me or what they say about me was one of the biggest things I could have ever done towards my success and working with clients, that's definitely their biggest block. Majority of the time is fear of what other people will think um, or say about them. And really like what people think and say about you does not pay your bills. It does not make you happy. You know, it doesn't fulfill you. Um, so people just need to let that go. Like first and foremost. Yeah, it's um, well, as you, as you know, I've done over two thousand hours with one on one sessions with online entrepreneurs, and that is absolutely one of the biggest blocks. Is everybody's not giving themselves permission to be the real them and trying to please everybody, and then you end up doing nothing with your life because you can never make anybody else happy. Um, I love your advice. What um, what sort of things did you have to do? Uh, to build your self-esteem and self-confidence to get to the point that other people didn't affect you the way that they used to? Yeah. Um, you know, becoming very clear on what I wanted, which was, was my time and location and financial freedom. I was tired of, you know, kind of being a slave to the dollar, to the economy, barely making it by, not being able to pay off my debt, um, not having the money to travel or the time to travel. I was tired of, of all that. So if I really wanted that freedom, I had to let go of that fear. There was just no, there's no in between. And I had to dive two feet into my business because people with one foot in, one foot out, they will not succeed. They might get a sale here or a sale there, maybe make an extra bit of money, but they will, they will not stay consistent. You have to be two feet in to stay consistent in your business and just see a compound effect grow. Um, so letting go of that and things that I had to do, you know, was I have very strict boundaries for myself now of who I let in. It, did, it wasn't always this easy for me, but the boundaries that I have now, you know, not dwelling on things that people say, understanding that everybody feels the way that they feel and they're entitled to those feelings, even if you don't understand it. Um, you know, they've all had their own journey, so they feel differently about things that I feel differently about. And I just want to come at people with that um, respect, I guess. So they bring it back to me. Um, but it's not easy for everybody. It's not easy for people who can't, observe their thinking kind of from an outside perspective um, like I've learned to do. So if someone triggers me or something somebody says affects me and I'm kind of like losing sleep or have anxiety about it, I'm like, I ask myself, why is this affecting me like this? And what, why is that? Um, and usually that helps me understand it more. And when I understand it, then I can let it go you know, um, and I want that for other people. I think it's really empowering to be able to do that. Um, cause we can't control anybody else. We can't control what they can control what they feel. We can only control what we feel, what we think and what we, what we do, you know? So you just have to choose every time not to, not to have that fear, not to be afraid of that. And I'm a very big advocate for leaning into, to what, to what scares you, what you're afraid of, especially when it comes to the business and, you know, fear of what other people will think of you or fear of 
whatever. Um, I say lean in because it's usually something that's going to really help you grow a ton. And every time that you be the bigger person, you let something go that somebody says, you grow a little bit more and you just get to grow every day, which is so much better than just staying stagnant, you know? Yeah, and that's a powerful statement in itself that uh, growth is uncomfortable and growth can be painful sometimes, but it's so much better than being stagnant and feeling yeah. feeling dead. Um, you and I did some some sessions together when you started out. You had the courage to face yourself and to say that you needed some help, uh, and I'm sure you've had other coaching sessions and and watched certain development programs. And what message can you give anybody that? that isn't asking for help or that is keeping it all inside that maybe thinks it's not good to talk about it or it makes them weak or what advice can you give to anybody that's, that's stuck about receiving help and asking for professional help? Yeah. Like for me, that was a huge growth moment uh, working with you, how you came into our lives because Garrett and I were stagnant. Um, you know, we were just, at this level and we couldn't seem to break out of it and we had gone to Europe and we didn't focus on business at all or even a routine or even health you know instead we just kind of partied it away so coming home we had a lot of anxiety so again we had to figure out like where is this anxiety coming from what's something that can help it um and I I just know like I think I'm an intuitive person and something inside me like I was in Europe I think when I booked the first hypnotherapy sessions that we did with you because something was just telling me that I had to do it. So I just took action. I didn't think about the money. I just did what something was calling me to do because it felt like it was the right decision. And instead of just thinking it over and pushing it off, I just took action and I followed through with it. And it was the best thing that I could have done because, you know, I think opening up and being aware of the fact that you have blocks or the facts that you have things to work through or the facts that you're not perfect or, you know, those things, that is the only thing that will let you grow further, you know? Um, so for Gary and I, when we decided to do that, we continued working through that. Um, business kind of broke through that, that resistance or whatever that we were facing. And then things started scaling from there. So, you know, you always need to be looking for new ways to grow as a human and get a little bit better than you were yesterday or make the better decision than you had before. Um, so for anyone who feels blockages around being open, being vulnerable, you know, admitting that they have, you know, limiting beliefs and things they want to talk about with a professional, um, if you're fighting the thought on your own, I think that is a, a telltale sign there that you need to just get it off your chest because what happens when you just hold those things in and you kind of fight it, even though for some reason it's a thought in your head, like, no, I don't need it. But you keep thinking about it, just do the damn thing and just see because you really don't know, right? Until you try, it's like, you know, you don't know how much of a release will be. You don't know what will come up. And I think that a lot of people are afraid of, what they don't know. They're afraid of that unknown. So if you don't know what will happen in a, in a session like that, you're going to resist it. Um, but what I've learned most about resistance as a whole is when you have resistance in your life around anything, big or small, you keep yourself out of the state of flow. And when you're in the state of flow, things are working out for you. You know, things are easy. You feel better. You feel lighter. But when you start to have resistance in your life, it just causes problems kind of in every area. So, you know, if you're fighting something like that and you're denying, but, you know, 
it's just causing resistance in your life. So if you want things to be easier, you just need to kind of try different things and see what's a good fit. I've tried many, many different things when it comes to talking to professionals, um, different therapists. And, and I think hypnotherapy was such a game changer for me. And I, I learned a lot of things from it that I still implement into my life today when I have anxiety or, um, you know, negative thoughts. And I, I notice it more than ever lately. It seems how I've kind of been reprogramming my mind and, um, you know, you just have to start somewhere, you know, things don't change overnight, but every little step you take counts, right? Hundred percent, and and everybody listening to this, I want to make quite sure that you understand. I'm not doing sessions right now, so I didn't ask that question to promote myself. But Ali and her uh, partner Garrett were a big part of my journey because you guys were connected to the internet, and you made some changes on your beliefs about yourself and how you lived. And you know, Garrett doubled his income the one month, and you hit through your ceiling and haven't looked back. Now, I didn't do that. You did that. But my message to people listening is that you have to get help sometimes. You wouldn't become an expert figure skater without having a coach. Um, something else I want to talk to you about because you're a young person. Well, I don't think I'm an old person. I'm 46, but I am definitely older than you. Um, partying and celebrating, and I know you guys still like to have fun and stuff, but you obviously, you know, you and your partner had had to change some things there as you grew up. What advice can you give people about, you know, I, I talked to a lot of people when I was doing sessions and saying, you know, on Friday and Saturday nights, you have to stay home sometimes and work on your business. Well, I can't do that. I have to be at the bar with my friends, even though I don't want to drink because I need them to like me. So can you give a message to some young people that are listening to this about priorities and partying? Yeah. Um, so I'm turning 30 uh, next week and there's this massive shift happening in my life. Like I can't ignore it. Um, you know, there's the, the part of me that's still clinging on to my, my twenties, my younger twenties where, where it was that way. Um, but then there's just much louder part of me that is like this next um, decade of yours. It's not going to involve that because you know that that doesn't bring you closer um, to your fullest potential and who you can truly be. And it just comes down to priorities like, do you want to help this many people or do you want to help this many people? Or, you know, depending, do you want to be this successful or do you want to be this successful? Whatever it is you want to do. Um, and if you want to just, like I said, be one foot in, one foot out, then the weekends at the bar and partying, it is a priority, right? But if you truly want to bust your ass and be this successful, um, then it's something that you really have to think about and really consciously make decisions around because now when I go out and for the last little while, a couple of years, when I go out on the weekends and I party and I'm hungover all day Sunday or for two full days because I'm getting older now too, um, there's just something inside me that is like, this was not worth it. This hangover was not worth it. And it pulls me away from the highest, best version of myself. And every weekend I choose to do high vibe things because partying and drugs and alcohol, they're not high vibe, you know, and maybe communicating and being out with people, but staying up till four in the morning is not high vibe for me. Being tired is not high vibe. Getting seven or eight hours of sleep and getting up early with the birds and the sun, that's high vibe for me. And you can just tell by a feeling you get. And being hungover is such a low vibe thing. Um, 
So I'm, I'm just learning now to choose the high vibe things. And if I don't, then I have to be willing to accept the consequences for it. And really the consequences are really not outweighing, um, you know, the experience it, lately. It seems I know the things that really fill my soul and make me feel happy. And it isn't, it isn't that it's, it's, you know, being outside, it's having my red wine at night, making a nice dinner, getting a good sleep, getting up early and doing it again and having good fulfilling days. That's what really feeds my soul. Um, and if your only hobby is drinking and partying and going out, if that's kind of like what you live for is like, you're that weekend warrior and you're like, yeah, it's Friday. Then you need to think about what else you want to do because you can't do that forever. And, and being a, a great partier isn't going to be something that helps people down the road or helps yourself. So like, what is it that you actually want to be doing and, and be really good at? Um, and it doesn't have to be overnight stop, you know, but but, you know, start to bring something else in because I know so many people who literally like, that's their life. It's like work. And it used to be me. It used to be me too. I would work Monday to Friday and I would party Saturday or Friday, Saturday night and I would do it all over again. And that's all I live for. Um, and now it's just so different. And I'm so grateful that I learned it at the young age I did. And I really hope to inspire more and more young much younger than me people to to start that earlier you know um because it really sets you up for an incredible future i think personally awesome i love the answer and i think i'm, I'm even happier to hear it because i care about you guys and when we worked together i was like you gotta stop partying you can't party and you guys did for a while and then it creeps back in but i think that's also an important message that it's okay to party. It's okay to go through these times. But what I'm excited to hear you hear, because we don't make changes always based on someone else telling us what we should do. But you do, when you get older, you start to realize, ooh, the trade-off for this evening out for six hours, sitting around with people at four in the morning, isn't worth the depression, I feel the next, like it makes me sick just talking about it. And Ali, I used to be the fucking king of partying. I, I remember staying up three nights in a row, you know, like I'm not, I'm not trashing anybody that parties, but you do have, you do only have so many hours on this planet and you have to figure out what's worth it and what isn't. And is the chemical imbalance worth costing you money? Um, I love, I love your messages. Where are you now? What's going on? You guys just launched a new platform. I'm super excited to be a part of that. Let's, uh, let's fast forward to where you are today, buddy. Yeah, so when we started online, we joined this educational platform that taught us what we needed to know, like, because we knew nothing. We both worked in the oil field. That's all we knew. I knew how to work Facebook, and I had an Instagram, and that was it. And there was Snapchat back then, too. Um, so we got into this platform it was you know 99 bucks a month we learned how to run facebook ads there was a facebook community there was weekly training calls um and that's what pulled us through there's community of people and you know the things that take time to build and and really you know technical intelligence like landing pages and sales funnels and websites and all that kind of stuff that was already done for us so we were able to plug in keep working full time and build this business on the side and then start working on our mindset, reading books, things like that. Um, 
So that's the only, that is what we attribute our success to. It introduced us to so many people that we are friends with now. Um, so moving forward to just this past, just this year, I guess in January, we started building it. We built our own platform. So something like that, but more specific to, um, to high ticket sales and to our specific high ticket offer um myself and garrett my partner and then our friends and business partners pete and brie um we put our heads together and we kind of all started our businesses at the same time we built our own platform and um it's been incredible it's been really awesome to take the reins on it and you know the other platforms we've been in they all started small but as they grew they became a lot more corporate right and so we were always uh, top affiliates and top earners in those platforms and part of the leadership teams and the leadership meetings so we we're always in it but what we noticed is like when we would give feedback from our from our teams back to leadership um, or corporate it would take things months and months to get done so with our platform now, when we want it done, we're doing it. We're getting it done right now. Um, we find it incredible. It's worked better than we could have ever expected. The testimonials coming in and the feedback from the people are what determines that. It's nothing else for us. You know, the numbers are great, but it's what people are telling us and sharing with us. Um, so it was definitely something that was meant to happen for me. Did I ever think when I started my online business that I would be the face of a digital platform that's teaching people how to start an online business all over the world. No, never, never would I have seen myself in that position. You know, when I started my business and we would watch the live calls, the training calls, me and Gary would be cutting dinner, making dinner after a long day of work and just watching the training, not really knowing what the fuck we were doing, but knowing that we had to be showing up consistently to now we're hosting the calls for other people exactly in that same spot that I was three and a half years ago. It's really incredible because three and a half years rel relatively is not very much time versus working until I was 65 to, to get my pension and, and then doing who knows what with it. Now having this platform that is, and it's changed. Like it used to be about money and getting freedom for myself and getting out of the oil field. But now it's about helping people. So something shifts, you're like, hey, it is about money, but it's about helping people more because if I help more people, I make more money. It's just like the laws of the universe, right? So if we help more people through our platform, even if they're not directly benefiting us, overall as a whole, the more people we help, the more abundance that we have in our lives. So it's been, a, it's definitely proven that and it's been incredible and we're constantly learning and improving the platform. And uh, it was just another level up, you know, as a step up and everything worked with it when we launched it. Um, because we built it with that intention, with that good intention to just give the people what we knew they needed from three years in the trenches. Because we've been in the trenches, we've been using different platforms, we've seen what works, what doesn't work, you know, what makes people happy, what makes people leave. So we took all that knowledge and we put it into our platform and it just works, right? We're not recreating anything, we're using that market research, that actual data from real people um, and that's how we kind of built our platform to serve them. And so it's been really incredible. So we're doing that. Um, and that's really it. We're focused on that. I have a podcast that I love called The Poor Girl's Guide to a Rich Life. Um, and that's really what we do. We hang out with our dogs. We go outside. We work on our business. We try and eat healthy and be healthy. And, and that's what we're doing now, living the dream, I guess. It's amazing, amazing. And what I love about listening to the story is that we haven't mentioned dollars and cents 
this isn't about, you know, see a lot of online people saying I'm this, I'm that, and that hasn't come out of your mouth. So if you're listening to that, I think that's a super important thing. And something Ali said about focusing on giving and helping other people and the money will come. Well, that's what I preach because I stopped focusing on chasing the dollars and I've made more money than I've ever made in my life because it just comes naturally when you change the focus. And we'll, we'll give everybody the address to the platform and where they can find you at the end. Um, Super, super, super proud of you, Ali, for what you've created. And I think it's a powerful message to anybody living in a small town in uh, the middle of nowhere that you can make money online to pay your bills. You can make much more than that. And then you can actually start your own platform so that you're helping other people. Super powerful. What, um, what uh, message, do you have some messages or some key messages to anybody that's listening to this uh, that wants to change their life, Ali. Yeah, if there's something, you know, missing in your life and you don't know what it is, um, other ways to notice that is like if you have anxiety all the time or if you're battling depression or if you're just not feeling fulfilled or happy or, you know, there's a lot of different things that can be signs that you're not feeling passionate about something. Um, you know, don't freak out, just start like understanding and accepting that maybe you are missing something, maybe you are meant for something more, maybe you don't know what that is, but that is totally okay. You know, going back to what I said about people are afraid of the unknown, I know what that's like, because when I worked corporate, I could have seen, if I kept my job, and if I never would have got fired, you know, I, I seen what the next 10, 15, 20, 35 years would have looked like for me and where I would have been. Um, so quitting my job and going into full-time entrepreneurship was the scariest thing that I ever did because I didn't know, I didn't know if I would make the same amount of money or more. I just, I didn't know. I didn't know that I would have a podcast eventually. I didn't know, um, anything that I'd have my own platform. So that is what scared me most. And, um, leaning into that fear and just doing it anyways is what has allowed me to, create everything I have and I continue to do that. So every time I start to feel my limiting beliefs and my fears creep in, like you can't do this. Um, you know, obviously being an entrepreneur, you're always in dips and like, you're like up and downs, right? There's really awesome times and you just feel like you're crushing it. And then there's the, the valleys of it where they're, you're growing and it's really uncomfortable. And then you skyrocket out of that growth and you do more epic shit and then you go into a phase of growth again. And it's just a constant thing. Um, so learning to not get discouraged in those times of growth and always find the less lessons and then skyrocket out of them and do more than ever before. That's the biggest thing for me is like <laughs> when times are shitty or tough or whatever, those are the opportunities for you to grow as a human being and kind of level up. And you can choose to do that or you can choose to be a victim to your circumstances, to the things that you cannot control, like especially with what's going on in the world today. If you're a victim to all that, um, then you're just staying stagnant, right? And if you want to get out of the stagnant, then you have to change, make change, take action. You have to grow. You have to find opportunity in the shitty times, uh, find the positive, be grateful. All those things that you know, people say sometimes, and if you're in down and out state, you don't really believe it. You don't think that gratitude or finding growth or opportunity can really change a person, but it really can. You know, it's just doing it consistently. And take it from me, when you get to reflect on who you've become, who I've become in the last three and a half years versus who I was three and a half years ago when I started my business to who I am now, 
you know, I would choose this version of me time and time and time again. And I'm so excited to see how much more I grow and who I am in another three years, you know, and that's exciting for me. And back when I worked corporate and, you know, life was on this cycle for me, weekends, party, work during the week. Um, I didn't get that excitement. I wasn't excited to meet my future self because I already knew who she was because I was living with her every day. And now, you know, life is a lot sweeter when you're constantly growing um, as a person. So I just say, like, if you have the calling within you, if you have something that is kind of telling you, just listen to it because you're an intuitive being. Just just really trust yourself. Don't trust the outside sources. Don't trust friends or family that think they know what's best for you. Literally just trust yourself, right? And 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 then what you deserve will come to you and you'll you'll achieve everything you can. Super awesome. I love it, buddy. What uh where can people find you? Where's the where's the platform? What's the name? Um, so check me out on Instagram at Allie May Ward, A-L-I-M-A-Y-W-A-R-D. Um, from there, you can check out my podcast. Um, it's linked in my bio, A Poor Girl's Guide to a Rich Life, um, on all major podcast platforms. And then if you want to learn about the Ripple Method, you can reach out to me on Instagram. I answer all my DMs, all my requests. Um, or you can go to www.therplmethod.net. Um, and watch a quick educational training my boyfriend and I did about it. Um, but still reach out and chat to me. I love DMs. I love talking to people, connecting with people. It means a lot to me. So, um, yeah, I love to chat to you and get to know you a little bit better and help you in, in whatever way that I can. Awesome. It's been amazing to have you on the Power On Boost Alley. Is there anything you want to say to finish off, buddy? Um, no, this is an amazing, amazing platform. Um, you know, to finish it off, I appreciate you guys for listening. If you're here listening to this podcast episode, listening to Adrian, listening to the power on, like you are definitely someone who has a higher calling and purpose for yourself because just taking those steps is, is just, it shows a lot for for you and who you are and what your purpose is. So just keep following those little nudges, keep consuming more, keep surrounding yourself with the people who help you feel high vibe and really start to filter out the things that don't leave you feeling high vibe and excited about your life. Um, it's easy to do. This doesn't feel that way sometimes with social media and things, but, but you really can and you have a choice. And um, you know, if listening to the power on boosts you up every day, then do it every single day. You know, things like that. Um, thanks so much for listening. And, and yeah. Awesome. So uh, I was very excited to have Ali on the show because it's a story about a, a young woman that didn't come from a lot that has learned how to save money and learned how to make money online. And uh, I'm super, super impressed with what you've done, Ali. And uh, I want everybody listening to, I want you to understand that you are powerful enough to create your dreams. You are enough. You are worthy and deserving. You're super unique. And the world will be a better place if you let your unique flower bloom. And Ali's, uh, Ali's living proof of that. Love you guys. Thanks for joining in this episode. Keep rocking it. Make today the best day of your life. And we'll see you next week for another episode on the Power On Boost. You just finished another episode of the Power On Boost podcast with your host, Adrian Wesley. Make sure to hit that subscribe button and tune in next time. Power On! Power On!